0: Hello everyone. Welcome once again to Marketing Meanders with Sally and Sam. Uh, today we are we're, we're really on it with conversion, and we are fired up. I think I would I would say about this. I don't know why I'm sounding so insistent and so sort of uh, dramatic, but uh, well done, Sam. Maybe it's just the weather. That's the thing. Yes, yeah, so maybe I just feel you know it's dull outside, so we need to oh, get some energy in there. Maybe maybe that's the thing. But um, and I finally sorted my lighting out, so I can actually be seen if anyone's watching this instead <laughs> of listening to it. But if you're listening to it doesn't matter um so today yes the, the title is things that get in the way of conversion um and this we mean in terms of lead conversion so whichever um industry sector you're, you're working in your marketing it's really or, or or you know if you're if you're a one-person band and you're converting people um in a shop <laughs> whatever you know but in, in a larger sense we're probably going to use many examples around uh, larger marketing operations uh, converting leads into into converted sales and, and um Future um, buyers, repeat buyers. So we've we've tried to. There are many other things, of course, that that get in the way of conversion. But we've tried to categorise these into um, four different categories, which is people, systems, processes, and trust. And so, I think we're probably the way we do. We're probably going to sort of dip into each four of these here and there, and then see one of them's gonna get really get our goat and we're gonna go on about perhaps more than another one, but we'll try to touch on all four. So I thought perhaps best to sort of um, paint a picture first of all, and then may- maybe we go into people just because it's on the top of the list and I can explain what I mean by that. And then, uh-huh. then I can go into examples. So um, so yes, so what I mean in terms of getting the way of conversion is really more around, yeah, so what what, what is it in terms of our operation that stops us from getting people from from point A to point B and actually converting into into a customer, and and we've used our, our analogy in the past of uh, having the shop window, the handbag shop, and uh, and then people come through the front door and then something gets in the way. So perhaps in terms of people, this is if you're a sales assistant in the shop and you've got your your manager there who, who's who's got their BDI on you. Perhaps they intimidate you so much that you're too frightened even to go up and ask that person if they need help. Uh, in that analogy, perhaps that's a problem. Perhaps they say there's a very specific way that you need to approach that person coming in the door. You need to instead of go up and say, hello, how can I help you? You have to go up to them and say, look at this. Look at this bag. It's amazing. Buy it. And then they they get frightened and run out the door and go away. So in that sense, the person, the people, the management has prevented you, stopped you from from selling that that. Um, Handbag that you might have sold if you'd been allowed to do it a different way, or if you understood a different way of doing it. Starting off with that ludicrous analogy, I'm going to chuck it to you, Sally, and say that I think there's this this idea about you know perhaps people in our marketing and sales teams are not as aligned as they as well aligned as they could be to facilitate selling of said products.
1: Yep. If you have unaligned teams, because you also might find that you've got expectations. So the idea was for the marketing team have put together a marvellous campaign which um, explains exactly how the handbag is made, where the leather comes from, and then they um, say it's, you can fill fill it with this kind of materials. And the people in the shop, what you've got to do is then take the handbag up to the customer and say, no, look at this pocket and this pocket and this pocket. And that's, that's what the that's what the marketing team's campaign is all about. But the sales team's campaign is all about yeah right they've got to show it yeah that'll do that buy this one shove it in this bag pay us and those two people's misalignment is going to a confuse the customer as well as you say they're going to go in the shop and think hang on i got this wonderful bit of promotion here that came to my letterbox and they said they were going to show me all the pockets Hmm. and now i'm not getting that and now i'm confused and don't like this and walk out again and so you fail to get it there and that's a that's a tiny micro explanation of something which goes huge and people can you'll lose your customer lots of ways down your customers journey. you might lose them at the very top when you the first time you they try and turn into a lead because they don't like the website button they've got to press that kind of thing and that's because the web team which might be part of the sales team are going no we can't make it orange no absolutely never make anything orange it's not going to happen because our manager doesn't like orange Mm, that's annoying because the whole thing is orange and then the mar- you, you find the marketing teams then go oh okay i'll compromise and make it blue that's okay and then what they don't do what they should be doing is say right on this one occasion i will accept it not being orange and it'll become blue that's fine but this is the only time and the next time we're going to do this differently but that doesn't happen does it what happens is um, they'll go Oh, okay then. Because I really need this to happen now. Because I'm I'm targeted to get this many leads in by this date, and we haven't got time now. It's to, oh, have to do blue, which means that it will forever be blue because you don't ever deal with the problem, which is the the website manager saying we're never having anything orange for whatever reason we don't quite understand but we haven't got time to think about yeah and all of that can really mean mean that you're not being creative you're not tweaking things properly you're just constantly bumping into people going no all the time and Mm. it's it's a kind of business culture problem
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, this very much goes into our previous sort of conversations about politics and things, doesn't it really? And and you say alignment. And it's almost it's we say people as a title, it's worrying about the wrong people. It's not worrying about the people that matter most in this equation, which is the customer. It's worrying about the people internally. And I'm not saying that you should just railroad over people and steamroll them and say, I don't give a toss what you think. But as you say, it's having the correct conversations. And that's where the processes and the management helps you to then deliver on that so as you say if there's if there's a conflict about no it should be blue it should be orange you know this button or whatever it might be and you say well actually is that your responsibility or is it mine it, I, am I accountable for this or are you and and why what's what's the problem and this is I know this is this is this is how it should be designed but this is going to link into systems processes and most importantly trust with with that internal team as you say so if you're saying well if I if I've got a, a website manager who's getting in the way of me doing this part of my of my strategy which i have realized perhaps I, I started with a hypothesis that this is the way the customers would convert most effectively but given my analytics i find out that actually no 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 they really 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 need a, a green button instead of an orange or a blue button i should in in, in a vacuum in a, in a marketing vacuum in a perfect scenario it's like well i should then just change that uh, because it's the best decision I can see based on evidence for my customers or my prospective customers yep. but that person gets in the way because they say like probably I haven't got enough time to change that to make it green or I think it shouldn't be green my subjective opinion or I just don't trust you I don't like you perhaps and I don't, I'm not going to do it out of a pure petty yep. personal relationship thing which has got nothing to do with the optimal result for the for for the customer as I say I know none of us do operate in vacuums we do have these relationships and politics to play out but it's almost then looking at well what are the management and the sort of the the dividing lines of roles and responsibilities to support more objective rather than subjective decisions and and you also have to make sure that
1: you're sharing two things one is the outcome what is the outcome of this campaign what are you trying to achieve and actually what's the target for it are you sharing the goal so you might both accept the outcome, which is to get leads in or whatever it is, or get the right kind of leads in, but you might not share the goal. Mm. So the goal might be, we've got to get these leads in by tomorrow. Well, if the web team don't aren't sharing that goal, if they think, well, actually, you know, next week will be fine, um, then of course, they're not going to change your button to the colour you want it instantly because they're not sharing your goals. So you need to make sure that you've absolutely got every, all the people who are part of this team to share the outcome needed and the goals
0: mm, exactly i mean that's an absolutely crucial point isn't it because i i think most of the time if you're coming from the marketing perspective and as you say if you are because it's, it's it's sharing the goals it's sharing the plan it's sharing the way in which you work as well because i mean i mm. find that quite often you might be marketing you might be very reactive and if if your whole setup like a just-in-time sort of system almost if your setup is to be like we're super reactive super responsive to analytics and the way customers actually use the website Everybody needs to be set up and geared to do that and ready to do that and resourced to do that. Whereas if you're set up to say, no, no, once we've set up this web page for this product, it's more than likely going to stay the same for six months or a year or, you know, for a very long time. And, and, you know, when we don't have a culture of really being hot on analytics, really changing and being flexible and dynamic with everything we need to do. Um, but if you are very flexible and dynamic, and you're thinking, yes, I need to change this and update and then just, you know, be really responsive to to this. And I'm doing A-B split tests all over the place and, you know, heat maps and all the rest of it. But your web team or or, or anybody else in that in that decision making and functional process to, to deliver those changes isn't because you've not said to them, this is my objective and this is the way I want to achieve that objective. And can I get buy-in from you, and bring you on board? As you say, they, they won't respond because they, they won't have time. They won't have resource. They won't no. understand where you're going. And they'll, and they'll argue back and say, I'm very sorry. Um, you know, I, I'm doing these other things and you've not told me where this journey's heading yeah.
1: um it's also not good enough just to tell them once you can't just no. see them in january and go oh well, these are my goals and these are my objectives and then you never speak to them again yeah. you've got to t- talk make keep make sure that you stay on the same page or, or you know constantly so but uh, you need to have a really good with all your all the stakeholders that matter that you're working with you need to have really good reporting functions hmm. you need to say right every monday morning let's say um i will tell you Uh, what the what the stats were for last week and I will tell you what I'm expecting the stats to be by the end of the month make it absolutely all the time and if at all possible make it transparent so that um, anybody who needs to know can just go into a system on on your on your on your intranet and see what the results are so they can actually engage as well as you rather than having to wait for you to send them a little report um, but it's that reporting, and it sounds really boring, and it's kind of oh god, reports, nobody reads them. But if you can actually engage people in reports and make them dynamic, and say, look, this is exciting, look, this means that we we're doing this right, hurrah, thank you, then people do care about reports, and you, it ought to be at the same time as you putting your campaign together. You know, I'm going to be it's going to be green, and we're going to have fluffy balloons and all that kind of that exciting fluffy end. Next to that, you need to have a reporting campaign. How are we going to report on this and when and to whom? or we' running alongside it all the time?
0: Yeah, exactly Is
1: one of the best ways to stop people getting in the way.
0: Yeah, yeah, because as you say, you you sort of effectively then, and this combination of having you know you've got your your people in the right in the right place because they know they're part of the process they know the systems they're using which they might be an expert on they might have an area where they're the experts on a system which supports what you do and vice versa you may have that as well so the, the systems hopefully are all integrated and align integrations haha <laughs> that's another whole thing but yeah the integrated systems hopefully are all working merrily together but then the people who are the gatekeepers to, to yeah. help you you know support and report on those in this processes which you've agreed means that those people can work effectively to deliver on what what it is you all need you've got that common goal and 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 they know when you're reporting how you're reporting they they're a part of it aren't they I mean that that that's probably the thing isn't it that buy as you say and, and, and with the reporting back and the like with the accounts team like with the sales team it, it's the technical side it, it's just that sort of yeah I get why you, I get why not why you're doing it I get why we are doing this yeah, so it's not exactly. a sort of a a request and sort of like can you help me do this for this person please pretty please hang on a second wait a second if we go back let's go back to basics of our handbag shop it's like you know um Sid my grandfather's was called, was called Sid so I quite often use it as examples but uh Sid could you could you clean the window on the front of the of the shop because um it's really grubby and people it's a bad impression and people can't see, it. You see the handbags Yeah, they can't. They can hardly see the handbags. The beautiful handbags with a little bit of writing I've put next to them, and the the nice pricing, and you know the sort of where the leathers come from, and you know that's really nice stuff. I spent a lot of time and effort on that. Like, all right, fine, you know, I'll do that, you know. But you, 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 you've, you've, because you're you're desperate for for me to do that to help you look good in your work. It's like, no, actually. I'm desperate to do that, so we sell more handbags, so we all make more money, and actually, we 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 all yeah. support each other, you know. And 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 it's that sort of thing, isn't it? That again, alignment, isn't it, of of um of the processes and, and yeah. the processes, the management of the processes, and then then the, the systems that back them up and the people. But in terms of those systems as well, uh, one of the key things is, is actually n- knowing who's using them and why they're using them, and having the adequate training to use them to support this combined journey. So let's say we've got everyone on side, we, we, we're doing a regular reporting, we know the reporting we have, we know what why we're doing things, we know how much flexibility we need, but the people who really need to use the system or certain parts of the system can't draw off a report or they do it, but they do it wrong because they've never yeah. been told how to do it properly. That's That's a real issue. Yeah. Um, you,
1: you also have to people also get away here people have fiefdoms i mean you, you talk about this a lot and you're absolutely right people do have fiefdoms that they don't let anyone into and so yes we've got this system but no i'm not going to give you access to it that's because it's mine and i do that so that and that's that that, that can so often make the campaigns fall over because they They've just. I'm going to do all of it because it's mine, and they haven't got time. So there's this huge bottleneck, and that's. And you, you need to work hard. If you've got someone like that in your business, you need to be as kind and work really solve that problem because that's going to never stop being a bottleneck until you can persuade their manager, your manager, to persuade their manager that they've got to open up their fiefdom a bit.
0: Yeah, exactly as you say, and it and it comes absolutely back to the whole thing of, of, of trust again doesn't it really that that person trusting trusting you you trusting them and, and that 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 level of relationship isn't it really just to say that yes we yes you're very good at this and is, is it the case that the organization um no matter how big needs a real expert in coding this part of our membership database or whatever it's like that's you that's what you do my level of interaction with you in order to me to, to do my job which helps support your job which helps support my job and this virtuous circle. Yeah. Um, uh is, is, is this level. So I need to sort of understand what the capabilities are, the potential of this system are. And you can look really good and come to me with great new ideas. I mean, isn't it fantastic? We had a very healthy relationship where this person doesn't just open up their fiefdom, but they say, Do you know what we can also do this with it? I don't know if that's useful for you or not, but we can actually yeah. make, you know, we, we, we can not only just score people on this, but we can then link it into like a listening tool of that sentiment to work out well you know how often do people who are interested in this handbag actually go to restaurants in London and therefore could use that in advertising campaign I don't know if that's useful because you might want to use this for that or that and you go well may very well do thank you very much that's that's very interesting Or, or or more likely it's going to be more like I just need I just need to get the people to come into this system and then come out the other side looking like this or you know I, I need to know how many people are coming in and how many coming out and mm-hmm. i just need to see the basics but but you say see, see, right if, if they're locked up on their in their fiefdom and they just say nope i'm the expert and
1: not how it works
0: no nope, this is how yep. it's done then uh, you're not going to get anywhere are you really because yeah. they're, they're just going to stay got locked huge
1: up weight on their shoulders because they've got expectations and all of a sudden they're constantly asked by loads of people can you do this can you do this can you do this and if they just loosened the doors a little bit, they wouldn't ever be asked because people would be doing it for themselves. Mm, mm. And it, ultimately, the solution is better and you're going to get a better job. It's a, look, take a handbags. Sid, for instance, who his own his job, he, he does all the cleaning. That's he, what he does. And he does all the cleaning and he's got a schedule for it. And on Wednesday, he does the front shop windows. And that it's only on a Wednesday, it's only possible to do it on a Wednesday. And the fact that when it rains, it just has to go for a whole another week being messy. That's just how it is. That's absolutely how it is. And then you might go out to and say, Sid, I'm noticing I'm absolutely, I can see maybe why you only do it on a Wednesday, because you've got to do all these other bits of cleaning. That's a bit annoying. But anyway, that's fine. Um, but I'm a bit confused why you're cleaning it with this very small rag. Why, why, why are you doing it like that? That's taking you a long time. And he might say, "What's well, the only way to clean windows?" And you could say, "No, said, no, look, here's a cartridge jet washer. You could get, you can get it done in, you know, maybe twenty minutes like this, and you've changed this person's life." And it's that kind of thing that does happen mm. in big organisations. Suddenly, someone goes, "Oh, look, mm. it's much cleaner now." It's, it's just, and you just have to have your courage to say. Can we please fix this? I know we're all busy, but actually take some time to say we're busy because this isn't working. Let's take time to fix it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And 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 it comes back to the, the, the whole subject, really, around as you say, taking time. Yeah. I've just done that that one about uh, how can you? Um, uh, what did I say? Speculate to accumulate time no, instead of budget, and 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 it, it it is absolutely that that thing of just stopping everything standing back and going right because even that level of trust to say to everybody if you just shout out you know everyone's working away and doing their stuff I mean I use my uh, our, our, offline our, our, my extended analogy again of throwing it in here about the panning for gold where you can see lead conversion like panning for gold in a river where you've got your big metal pan and you've got your pebbles in there from the riverbed and you're shaking it out furiously with the water to try and find the golden nuggets. And it's effectively, a lot of the time, people are just chucking in more and more spadefuls of, of gravel, more and more leads for you to work through. And you're not spending the time properly doing it in, in a more efficient way to, to, to try and find your gold nuggets. But it's effectively like having that whole operation along this riverbank and so you shout out saying, stop! And then everyone has to just go look round. You have to make either a big enough noise and be quite annoying, or fire a gun or something. I'm thinking Wild West here, you know, firing a gun off, you know, and then everyone goes, "What's that?" Um, Or or you have to be very sort of, "I'm just going to have a quiet word with the person upstream here who's digging in the in the gravel." And the next person doing the panning, next person is sorting the nuggets, next person is bagging up the nuggets, and so you. But you have to have that. I mean, that's leadership, I suppose, isn't it? And management Mm -hmm. to, to be able to have that point of saying look the conversion stuff is happening we're doing marketing we're doing sales we're do, we're trying to convert yep. but are we doing it in 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 the right way we have to stop and look at it properly to understand are we where is there a problem is there a place that could be optimised? Is there greater efficiency? Where is that? But everyone gets a bit. It's like the old sort of um, 1950s, 1960s films where they have the time and motion. Is it you sort of uh, studies and the, they have like someone like John the coming into a, you know, factory. I'm all right, Jack. I think perhaps was the film. Peter Sellers yep. comes in and you know the union then goes, oh, you can't look at us and try and work out what we're doing. You know, we can't be more efficient. This is just the way things are. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. Everyone gets a little bit bristly when you're trying to tell them how to do their job differently. Uh, or or perhaps better because they just think well no this is the way things are done i don't want somebody telling me what i need to do but but you do need to take that time and look at all of these people systems processes and try i mean how you address trust and politics and personal relationships obviously is a big long-term thing isn't it but supported by the other three i'd argue
1: exactly because actually if if actually what you're trying to do is do there's no point doing lead generation if you're not going to convert them there's absolutely no point and you're going to end up alienating those leads because just suppose you brought lots of leads in and they've all, everyone's clicked on this button that, they, that they've all thought was very exciting from your email and then they're in your system and they're sitting there going, oh, brilliant. And then because you've got a problem that your nurturing campaigns aren't working because you've got someone who's not letting everyone else do set up their own, so there's a huge bottleneck, you're going to lose those leads and not only are you going to lose them, but you're going to alienate them because they got all excited, right? Well, you're going to alienate and they got excited and then they never got contacted by you again. So they're going to think, what stuff then? And not only that, you're going to make them think, that is a good idea. I do want a new handbag, actually. That sounds quite cool. Mm, they haven't really contacted me to tell me how I can get one. I know, I'll go to that other shop that sells handbags because I know where they are and I'll just pop in there and buy one. Mm. So what you've done is you've planted an idea and because you're not doing anything because you've got these kind of problems with fiefdoms and people not doing things properly you've lost your leads
0: mm, yeah exactly that that's it and uh, I can see I can see our analogy as well playing out with the sort of uh, say going into the shop and then going to the till as you said what you know your thing you've said many times before it's absolutely true. where is the till yeah they so picked up a bag to buy and they go where's the till you go um <laughs> I don't know i over there somewhere at the back um I don't do that that's someone else oh okay uh so so you should know where the till is and you should know how it works then you go there then someone's installed this fantastic new electronic till which has got beautiful amazing facial recognition tracking software that gets the person from the front when they come into the door to then say are they likely to buy this or not and it does all that amazing stuff but never gets reported to anybody so never, no, no one actually understands whether it works or not and this thing is so complicated and the person who's using it is not trained up enough to actually use it the person standing waiting to buy this simple handbag to pay 50 quid for or whatever and they can't because the systems that work the people behind the desk start arguing about it and they go thanks i'll leave it they put the bag down they walk down the high street somewhere else or they go online yeah. somewhere else you know and they get on their phone straight away and they're off it's all those things, all those as you say mm-hmm. that you've got, you've done all that effort attracting yep. that person, that leads come through the door. They've got to the bloody till yep, and then you've just thrown it away. And and I think this is perhaps one of the issues. People don't, they, they, you know, I mean, I know B2C people a lot of do a lot of stuff in, you know, uh, cart abandonment and, and that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. So I suppose they're quite hot on this. But I think particularly in more of a B2B setting or smaller businesses, et cetera, they, they just don't have the opportunity to perhaps see how many how many opportunities they are losing because yeah. they just they don't know that's that's part of the problem isn't it they don't know how many they're losing how are they going to ever feel it needs to be corrected well that's the end of part one of our Lee conversion discussion and uh, we hope you found it interesting hilariously just after i said these words at the end of that episode uh sally's internet just fell away and disappeared Uh, so we had to restart the conversation again after a bit of back and forth and uh, setting up of, uh, uh, of our call again so we did pick it up and well I think we were inspired to discuss even more in depth about lead conversion and and hopefully some very useful insights there about some things that you can try to do with your lead conversion if you're not perhaps struggling but feel that it's something you need to address Um, as you've got across from this first episode we really do feel quite passionately that we really do need to get to grips with this people do need to get to grips with it in terms of their reporting in terms of understanding bringing everyone on board with the process of their lead conversion activities because you spend so much time and money getting people in getting the leads in why would you not spend the time on actually trying to convert as many as possible or understand why they're not converting so anyway I, I will leave that for the next time uh, episode 2 will be coming up we hope you enjoyed this and if you do have any comments ideas etc feedback please do let us know um, at MeandersPod pod on Twitter or you can obviously um, email us which is uh, meander's pod at gmail.com or find us on Facebook follow us there share with your friends let them know if this is interesting if it's not interesting don't bother but uh, if it is interesting please do let them know and uh, hopefully we can get more people engaged uh, in the pod and the conversation thank you very much everyone and bye for now I'll take care.